welcome everyone to Films with the Women in My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining me tonight is Jess. My name is Jess. Her I just wanted to copy you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I do say it like that every time. Tonight, we are reviewing the much-anticipated It Chapter 2. Very, 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 very anticipated. Very, very anticipated. Jess and I just saw it opening night. Uh, you're getting this on Monday, so hopefully you've had a chance to see it over the weekend. And I guess I don't even know where to start. I guess I'll just start with a plot uh, summary for this one. Um, also, a fair warning, if you haven't seen the first It, um, I mean, that'll definitely be spoiled along with this one. So, you know. Do you want to talk about aware. maybe like a small plot of how the first one ended? Because it kind of is a continuation of it. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, the summary I have in here basically has the end of the first one. Um, oh, okay. 27 years after the Losers Club defeated Pennywise, there you go, um, he has returned to terrorize the town of Derry, Maine once more. Now, adults, the Losers, have long since gone their separate ways. Uh, however, people are disappearing again. So Mike, the only one of the group to remain in their hometown, calls the others home. And damaged by the experiences of the past, they must each conquer their deepest fears to destroy Pennywise once and for all. There you go. Yeah, basically it. Yeah, so it is a book by Stephen King. It is a notoriously long, crazy nonsense book that people like a lot because there was a 1990s TV movie starring Tim Curry as Pennywise. People like that. Um, I know just... Definitely hasn't seen that. Just listeners, I'm sure you guys know that. Um, I have only seen parts of that. I have not seen the whole thing. Um, it looks pretty awful. It looks like four hours of bad TV with a couple of Tim Curry parts in it. Um, but, you know, uh, this is like a revival. Um, the, the first chapter came out last year. Or not last year, 2017. Two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. And it was the first half of the book, which is kind of told back and forth. But um, it's the story of the kids. um, And then 27 years later, we're dealing with the adults. And that's what this one takes place. Although there are some flashbacks. Um, The whole book is told like back and forth uh, between the kids and the adults. Um, The book also has many elements that were left out of the first one that I think this one is closer to the book than the first one. Um, just, I don't, I don't think, you, do you know anything about the background of the book, It? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. So, um, it was, pe- people called it uh, Stephen King's, one of his cokiest books. Like, it just seems like it was written by a bag of cocaine. Um, like, <laughs> he just, what, I mean, there's there's space turtles, there's underage gangbangs, um there's like a hundred pages of just walking to a house it's just like it's it's all over the place it's it's written by a crazy person um but yeah they definitely to to adapt this into a movie uh i think the first one uh, everyone knows we we love the first one both of us as well as um well i guess neither of the co-hosts have seen it have they Oh, I don't know if... Well, I, I know your mom didn't see it. No, I know Mama <laughs> Kay has never seen... She's terrified of clowns. She hates scary movies. There you go. Um, so we're... I mean, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to go right into it. We're going to spoil things. If you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen the first It, um, go check those out. They, uh, I don't think the first It's available streaming free anywhere. I'm sure you can rent it. But uh, It Chapter 2 in theaters now. Check it out if you have any interest. 
We rate things here at Films with the Women in My Life based on four criteria, and those are the plot, the characters, the visual and sound, and the overall resonance and feel of the movie. So, we start in 2016, Dairy Maine. Uh, the first one took place in 80-something, 80, 80, uh, like 89, something like that. And we start with a young gay couple. It says young here. I thought they were older, but the synopsis says young. I, you and I, what, we thought they were in like their 20s. Uh, oh, yeah, but, they were definitely full adults, full-grown adults. I think they're supposed to be, like, high schoolers, maybe? I'm not sure. But this is, I know this scene is from the book, and it's a uh, kind of ancillary. Uh, bullies beat up the gay kids because they're gay. I don't know. Um, and then they throw the one gay kid off a bridge, and he's, like, drowning, and Pennywise grabs him. We see it in, like, the scary, like, underwater, reemerge from water. Um, Pennywise like mauls him, eats him, whatever Pennywise does, and that's what kicks us off. And um, Mike is the only kid who has remained in town from the first one. He's the one whose parents were in the fire, um, and he killed. He has the cattle gun, so he's the only one who stuck around town. And uh, he just decided, oh, like it's happening again. Uh, the cre- the creature is killing people, and we gotta, I gotta call the rally the troops got to get everyone back so we got to get our whole our whole crew back together um and we go you're gonna have to help me with this one jess we're gonna go one by one to each of the former losers club as they call themselves um (laughs) so we'll start with uh bill who is the leader of the group from before he's now played by james mcavoy he is a screen screenwriter uh he's lost his stutter he's got a wife girlfriend something like that who's an actress um and yeah he's i mean they all seem to be doing pretty well for themselves um so that's bill uh bev is married to this really abusive guy it's jessica chastain's character i I, the only girl from the first one um Mm -hmm. you got ben hanscom who was the fat kid now played by jay ryan who's fit and like yeah such a transformation (laughs) yeah he's like he's like I mean, they're all pretty successful. He's got to be the most successful. He seems to own like his own like for, like some sort of law firm, maybe. Like he's 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 got a he's got a go yeah. For and I think Mike said like you look like every Brazil soccer player morphed into one, <laughs> and, and he's always just like the chubby shy kid in uh, the first movie. Yeah, no, he's definitely much. I like how he still kind of looks like him, like in the face. He a little does bit. his man, like his mannerism is so good. It's I think everyone I, pretty much nails their kid self. Like I think like they're they're pretty spot on casting choices. Well, Jessica Chastain, I think, arguably, I wouldn't really say that's. Well, we can talk about that later. Okay, um, Bill Hader is Richie Tozer, who was uh, Finn Wolfhard's character from the first one. Uh, he is now a stand up comedian. Um, Isaiah Mustafa's Mike, he's the one calling them all together. Uh, James Ransone, who I'd never seen before, is Eddie, the germaphobic kid. Um, he is, uh, what does he have? Uh, insurance person, a risk, a risk assessor. Risk analyst. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, I, I very much, I feel that very much. Um, and he is dating a woman who's just like his mom from the first one. <laughs> yeah. I, I get a nice kick out of that. And then uh, Andy Bean plays Stanley Uris, who was the, the Jewish kid in the first one. Um, he is now an accountant. Um, so yeah, there's, there's all of your losers. 
Um, you know what? I was gonna start with the plot first, but we have all our characters right here. Let's let's talk about the characters and, and give them our rating. Jess, what do you think of the characters in this? Should we just go like one by one, like back and forth or something? Because I mean, there's so many, and I think the reason why this movie is so long is because they split each character up into their own each character up into their own story. All right, let's talk about each, let's let's talk about yeah. each character's story. Then we'll start with the big ones. We'll start with Bill, the leader of the group. What do you think of Bill in this? Oh, I well, I love Finn. Um, what's his name? Wolfhard to begin with. Finn oh wait, I'm Wolfhard sorry. I'm sorry. You're th- I because I thought Bill Bill Hatter. Bill Hatter. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, sorry. Uh, edit that part out. Okay. Ask me again. <laughs> 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 if I edit that out or not. Uh, so what do you think? Of, we'll, we'll go with the, the big ones first. What do you think of Bill? Okay. So this is um, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. 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 Oh, my God. You don't know. You, you, you called Bill Hader, Bill Hatter, James McAvoy. <laughs> you, you know how I am with vowels. I don't know if they're long or short. I know, but they're just very famous actors. <laughs> I, all right. <laughs> what do you I, think I, of I'm James so, McAvoy? I'm sorry. I, yeah, okay. <laughs> Fine. Well, I I think with every character except I think the one I said, Jessica, they all are, they all have the same mannerism and they totally look like the kids um growing up. So I I liked him. I liked his story where he um went back to his old house. He saw that a little kid lives there now, and he just puts in his mind that that's Georgie, um, and he just totally tries to protect this kid. So I like that about him. He was always super protective of um, his little brother in the first movie. And now he tries to put this on this kid um, to save him. Mm-hmm. So I think his character is definitely parallel. I agree with all his um, motivations. I think I'm a little surprised him and Beverly didn't have more of a connection. Because didn't they kiss the last scene um, in the first movie? Yeah, that's movie? how the first movie closes out with them kissing. Yeah, but there was really no chemistry between them. Or they were just all too occupied, um, again, trying to survive against the scary clown. So maybe I can understand why uh, circumstances didn't allow that romance to bloom. Sure. But no. Well, yeah. the other romances bloom, so... <laughs> That is true. I guess this one just kind of withered over time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really get um, about his whole plot being how he writes all these um, stories, but his endings are always so bad. I wish we kind of knew more about that. Is it because of his experience as a child? Like, what was it that made his ex- uh, movies terrible? I think I'm that's sorry, an inside cause... joke about the ri- Stephen King wrote the book and a lot of people have a problem with how he ends things. I'm thinking of not just it in the book. It's kind of similar to how they end this movie, but it's kind of way weirder. Um, but like The Mist is another famous book that people don't always like the ending of. I think that was like an inside joke on like, he's he's the Stephen King surrogate. He's the writer ah. surrogate for the movie. It's like a meta a meta joke. I see. All right. So what do you think about him? Uh, Yeah. So Bill um, is better and I like him more as an adult than I did as a kid. Um, When he was a kid, he just kind of blended in with everyone. and I didn't get a whole lot from him. Um, James McAvoy is a great, great actor. He does all kinds of different stuff. I've seen him in a lot of things this past couple of years. Um, He's in Split and Glass as the character with multiple personalities. I just saw him in Filth, which is a really weird little movie that he's great in. That's on Hulu for people interested. Um, he's in big movies like the X-Men movies. So he's, he's all over the place, but he always plays someone different. He's not really typecast. He has, his, he has, uh, he's one of the more actory actors as in he can get into anyone's skin. I like when he plays Bill, 
Uh, as he is in town, he kind of morphs back into how he was. His stutter comes back. His confrontation with uh, in the basement with, uh, you know, Ghost Georgie or whatever it is. Um, I, I, those are always good moments when he's with the, the dead Georgie, the, the ghost of his younger brother. Um, I think he's an improvement in this. So I, I actually, Bill is on the top half of the losers club for me in this. Um, but we'll go on to our next loser now. And you want, it sounds like you want to talk more about her. Beverly, they're, they're our only female uh, loser. What do you think of her? Yeah. So I think she had kind of a mixed character in the first movie. In the first movie, she was um, the girl that got picked on at school, yet she was still a badass and she was really pretty. And the girl that all the boys loved. I mean, they only had one girlfriend, but she was still <laughs> iconic and uh, made her scenes. So she had a kind of a mix of all of them. Now in the Kurt movie, I just see her as like timid and vulnerable and shy. I, I mean, I guess a lot of it is because of um, she married her dad, also an abusive asshole. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I don't think this one is as parallel. I was excited because um, I love Jessica Chastain, but I don't think it was a good fit. I, maybe it's just because I always see her as one character. She's always that badass, really strong female lead, and. She's got, like, a suit on, and she's, like, taking people on. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, like, she just, like, when you watch her, you just want to be her. Um, But I did not want to be her in this movie. I don't know if (laughs) it's just because she's just a narrow actor who just plays that one role, or it wasn't a good fit, or I didn't like it. Something about it, it didn't really rub me the right way. Not to say she was bad. I mean, I wouldn't, like, really go against her, but I guess it's just not the character I was looking for. She's kind of in the middle for me. I think Bev from the first one's a standout. I think she's one of the best in the first one for sure. Um, she's, she's kind of like, she's used okay in this. Um, so I guess I'm kind of pretty similar with you there. I think her timidness, and I, we'll get to this when we get to not sh- to you know all of the characters, um, they kind of go back to how they kind of were when they were kids. I mean, she's dating her guy who's like her father, and, and we get to Eddie, he's dating someone like his mom. Um, you know, uh, everyone's got like a holding on. I know. Doesn't that kind of make you afraid of like our future? And I don't know how many years, like, will we be how we were when we were little too? I mean, you know, they're all, they're all different, but they're all kind of still the same, which is, you know, I mean, (laughs) I think it's accurate. I think that, I think that's a fair thing. Like people say all the time, you end up, uh, you end up marrying your your parents. That's a, that's a thing. Um, yeah, I mean, back to Bev, uh, she, you know, she's, I like her and her flashbacks in this. She seems way, way cooler than I remember her in the first one. Yeah, I remember she had, her. she had more confidence, and I think she just was just a character you remembered. Yeah, but when I'm thinking back to the first one, I think of her as she was, I think of her as timid and, and afraid and, like, getting picked on, and then by the end, she's more confident, and then when we see the flashbacks in this one, she's pretty much always the most confident loser, but when she's an adult, she's back to the, she's, she's reversed back to the timid self from the beginning of the first one, but yeah, yeah, she's in the middle of the pack. Um, up next, we'll do, let's do Ben, the the fat kid transformation, what do you think of that? I was totally blown away. I, you saw my reaction when um, they first showed him, and I was like, what character is he? And you were like, that's a fat kid. And I'm like, no way. There is no way that's a fat kid. <laughs> but he was. I don't know how you knew that. I thought he was just like in the scene, and then the fat kid would appear. I know the, <laughs> I know the backstory of the book. He, I knew he lost weight, and I, he, he looked like what I imagined he would look like. I just kind of – it made sense when I saw him. Yeah, so you think that – um, I don't know, like – when I saw it, 
you didn't really put the two together, but his mannerism is so good. The way that this actor plays the kid, like, it really does seem like it was um, the kid growing up, and his personality was exactly the same. He was always smart, logical, but he kept to himself, and he really, really appreciated the friendships. Um, So I did like his part. And he had that little crush on Beverly, and um, that was finally um, exploited and revealed, so I was happy for him. And he kept... That little uh, note in his wallet, like twenty seven years later. I know it's part that has a bigger part at the end, which is you know we'll get to that when we get to the plot parts. Um, but yeah, I, I I think Ben in the first one, I he's he was like middle of the road, and here I don't know, I don't know if I like Ben as much in in this. Um, he definitely is grown up Ben. I just don't know how much he's given to do. And this was kind of a problem I had with the first one. I mean, I really love all of the characters in that first one. I think the the reason I love the first one so much are the characters and and uh, and uh, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise. But um, you could always, I feel like there's you know originally there's seven of them. You could cut it down to five and kind of combine some of them, which I guess is kind of what happens. Spoiler, um, but yeah, I don't know if he's given enough to do for me in this to be super interesting. He's he's only got a few bit parts. His main thing is his still crush on Beverly and that's that's kind of the end of it. I think he's less complicated and and not as not as interesting in this one for me. But now the now a fun one. Richie, Richie's grown-up Richie Tozer. What do you think of that? Oh, so Richie was my favorite character. Anything that Finn Wolfhard plays, um I love. He's always that quirky, hilarious small kid. And I think even grown up, he's still quirky, hilarious just as an adult. You've seen um, Bill Hader and other things, right? I don't know. Have I? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, is he in Step Brothers? He might have had a small part. Bill Hader's in like, I mean, I can, I can. It's, just, it's so many. It's uh, on HBO called Barry, where he stars right now. But other than that, like, he's been in. Let's see. Oh, I see. He was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I've seen that a few times. Yeah, super uh, bad. Skeleton Twins, super bad. Train wreck. He's a voice in a bunch of movies. Uh, you can rec. He's got a really recognizable voice. He's he's in a lot of things. Uh, he's he's the second chat room voice in her. Remember when he's doing that chat room part at the beginning? Oh, really? Yeah, it was <laughs> cameo. But like, anyway, he's in a, mil- a million things. What do you think of him in this? I loved him. I actually don't think they could have done a better fit for um, Richie. Um, I liked his his character is also parallel too, and I like um, his little secret revealed because it kind of makes sense for the character that um, Richie played. I understood all his motivations. Um, he did try to run away a couple times, but in the end, he stood strong and helped the whole group. So Yeah, people who've liked this movie said Bill Hader, and people who didn't say Bill Hader is the best part of this movie. Uh, he might be. He's the one of the best parts of this movie. He's he's excellent. He's the one of the best I've ever seen him do, um, and I already like him as an actor. Um, Richie was already a standout in the first one, you know, one of the best, if not the favorite of the losers, and uh, he remains one of the best in this. Um, his story, so he's got a little thing where he, he's probably gay. They don't ever say it outright. Um, well, but- I think the way Pennywise is always like, you've got a secret, I'm pretty sure... I think so too. Yeah, the the flashbacks with the the kid in the arcade. He carves yeah. the the letters into that uh that wooden post on the side of the road. So I mean, it's right there. He never actually comes out and says it. Um, but you know, it's it's a. I don't. I didn't know that. I don't. I either didn't remember that from the book where they added that. I didn't. I didn't know that about him. But um, no, his character is the funniest. Um, 
and all and even when he has to be more serious, he pulls it off excellently. Um, every scene he's in, he lightens up. He's he's probably my second favorite. We'll get to my favorite in a second. Um, <laughs> I know you were saving the best for last. Uh. Well, no, I was going to save what I would consider one of the worst for last. I'm just going down the list here that, that I have in front of me. Uh, up next, we'll do Mike Hanlon, the guy who stayed in town. What do you think of Mike? So I didn't understand Mike. So Mike stayed in town and he became this culture freak learning about the history of his town, being obsessed with like these the legend and the spirits and everything about that. I did not see that as the kid that he was growing up. It's not like he was ever obsessed with religion or following whatever path he wanted to do. So I I see how his um, character is necessary here, but I do not see him as um, his character growing up. But, I mean, he puts all the plot together. He knows all the pieces of how to fix um, the curse of Pennywise. He understands where it comes from. He knows what he has to do. So I get he's the motivator. I just... I don't see the character match at all. Yeah, he seems similar to the first one in that I don't really care about him in either. He's just... Because in the first one, he comes in really late, like last second. And in this one, he's just kind of like the guy who moves the plot. Like, everyone else is having fun riffing off each other. And he's like, but wait a minute, guys. We got rituals to do. We got, you know, we got we got to gather up some stuff. Um, yeah, I don't think he ever cracked a joke. He was always like, no, he's come on, guys, serious. let's do this. Or Here's a history lesson. About this artifact. Yeah, yeah, everything's all about. So he, I mean, he's kind of the, I guess, the straight man to everybody, even though I would still argue Bill is probably a better straight man. Um, nah, Mike is unfortunately, he's one of the wor- like least useful in the first one. And here... He's only used as to move the plot forward. His story as a character is is not much of anything to me. Um, I guess at the end he leaves the town, so that's something. That's that's some growth. I don't know. He, he's not given a lot to do. Um, but up next we got. He's given everything to do. He's given everything to do, but not for like, like character growth or development. More of like to move things along. Yeah, he's not allowed to do it. He's not allowed to do anything. He does everything for everyone else so that they don't have to. He does the boring stuff so no one else has to. Um, yeah, true. Story-wise. Uh, but on to someone a little bit better, I think. Eddie Kasparek. What do we think of Eddie? So this is your favorite, the germaphobe guy? How do you know it's not Stanley? Wait. <laughs> I'm confused. Which one's yeah, Stanley? No, what, do you th- what do you think of Eddie? <laughs> yeah, he's the germaphobe guy. Um, Eddie. This was, they were really, really good with this character match. He's exactly the same. And in the first scene where we saw that he marries his mom, we were both cracking up because it was just perfect. Um, Right. (laughs) So I think he had a lot of character growth, too. So you can see he was definitely very shy, just the natural, the nature of who he is. He understands he has to have some strength to be able to defeat this thing, and he he gets it, and he's just so proud of himself. So I really like how to see this character progress. And I mean, throughout the whole movie, he has he's one of the funniest. Him and uh, Mike back and forth with their stupid little jokes and his anxiety of everything. Richie, not Mike. Oh yeah, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking of Mike from Stranger Things. Richie, <laughs> and you call him Bill because Bill ha- Bill Hatter. Um, He's got so many identities. Yeah, I th- I'm thinking Mike from Stranger Things. Um, but yeah, him and Richie back and forth. So I I agree with you. Um, he is one of the stronger ones. In the first one, he was my favorite. In this one, he's still my favorite. Eddie is my favorite character. Uh, 
he is he i mean richie's got the best like like traditional jokey jokes but the way eddie is always makes me laugh even when he's under like later on he gets like what is it stabbed and he's just everything about him he's the way he's playing it it's hilarious um he gets a good arc in this he gets good character time um they give a lot to eddie in this one and i'm really glad they did and the best moments in the movie are him and richie riffing off each other um and they they even get a little emotional thing at the end so yeah uh, eddie remains my favorite character i think he's great Um, he's also the most unique too of the losers like his personality is no personality you see amongst anyone else yeah, you can't mistake you can't mistake him for anyone else. Everyone else could because some of the other characters can kind of bleed a little bit together at times, especially in this when they're all older. Um, but no, he's he's definitive, and um, I, I like all the scenes he's in. He's even when he's even when that's the scary stuff, it's just a little bit funny, and I I, I need I, that's what I like about uh, this it and the last it. Um, and we'll finally end with our final loser, Stanley. Uh, what do you think of Stanley in this movie? <laughs> Oh, okay. So the absent Stanley. Yes. Right. Okay. Lack of, lack was I Stanley. was I not supposed to say that? Am I giving no? Too no, away? we're we are in spoilers. What do you think of Stanley in this? Um. So I guess I don't understand the motivation of his um suicide. Just because in the first movie he didn't seem like he was that unconfident or scared significantly amongst everyone else. I think he was just really? part of the group. Maybe oh, no, I can't I- remember clearly. I remember but. him as the absolute weakest, the biggest scaredy cat. He was more scared than than Eddie. Really? I, d- I mean, I remember as a sideways chick, the one that you hated. Oh yeah, he is. Well, he also was scared. The scariest monster from the first one, the <laughs> fucking painting that comes alive. Oh, that is the scariest monster in the first one. I mean, I guess at the end we see that note. It is. I mean, I don't know if this is the right way to say it. I mean, it's honorable what he did. He sacrificed himself for his friends, but it's kind of like hard to think about because you know they wanted him there he knew he would let them all down so it's it's, again it's just it's really shuddering this is a surprising i'm surprised they stuck with the book i knew going into this two losers were gonna die um the first being stanley we'll get to the second one later and what they do with that um but i yeah in the in the book stanley kills himself before the whole thing happens and they stick with that he cuts his wrist in the bathtub um, and his yeah reasoning is if I had just lived and not gone, you guys wouldn't have been able to beat Pennywise because of the whole ritual thing at the end. Um, we'll get to that when we get to that. But if I kill myself, then I will be, off, as he says, off the board. Um, I won't have to count, and then you guys can beat him without me officially. Um, I never liked Stanley in the first one, really. I liked his monster because his monster was so fucking scary uh, that monster was the scariest there's a scene in the first one where the monster is literally sucking on his face and and, and he goes behind a corner and then pennywise comes out like it's supposed to be scarier and i go oh thank god it's just pennywise like that's how fucking scary that fucking painting monster is i'm like oh it's just you pennywise i was afraid it was the fucking painting <laughs> um i know they're all the same person but still um nah i mean I don't care about Stanley, I guess. I forget about him pretty quickly. Uh, we we're reminding of him at the end, but yeah, he's a non-factor in this, um, which is an okay choice because we have too much going on as it is. Um, so before we grade the characters as a whole, we have two more to talk about uh, that aren't in the gang because there are two other characters that have some time. Uh, the first I'll talk about is Henry Bowers. Remember him? Everyone remember Henry Bowers? He was the bully in the first one who brought them all together because he was a dick 
Um, we thought we, he died in a well in the first one, but he did not. Uh, he survived the fall, got flushed out, uh, and gets arrested for murdering his dad, goes to an insane asylum, and now he's extra gross, and he, he breaks out with the help of his zombie friend from the first one, who drives <laughs> him around the town. Jess, what do you think of Henry Bowers in this? So, Henry made a complete change. Before, I just thought he was just an absolute pure asshole with no no soul. I never thought that he was just crazy in the head. This one, he's clearly insane. So, he's just like this crazy lunatic jail guy going on a rampage just with like a little knife in his hand running around. That's about mm-hmm. it. He's completely mindless. He has no really character growth or stunt he's just basically like a wind-up toy so i really have not much to say does he die how does what happens to him i remember he gets in a fight with um with eddie but i don't remember what happens to him didn't richie kill him and then richie threw up yes you're right you're right richie got him i i I completely forgot i had to uh remember i was like oh yeah the crazy serial killer guy was in the first from the first ones in this one um yeah I don't like his character in this at all. I think it doesn't fit, and it adds about half hour to the movie that we didn't need. I think, it, it, again, also in the book that he comes back. I don't know if in the book he has his dead friend drive him around the town. Um, that doesn't really seem to be in the spirit of this movie. I feel like everything should be about Pennywise and the stuff he does. Having I just think a, the spirit of that movie is Halloween Town. That's literally what I thought of when I saw a dead Halloween zombie driving a car. I was like, this is not Halloween Town. This is it. <laughs> It just, yeah, it just doesn't fit. Nothing about Henry in this movie fits. Um, he's ultimately not used very much. I mean, he's used, I guess, to further the Richie and Eddie, you know, uh, back and forth. But that's about it. Other than that, we get a couple of jump scares. We get to see him in the crazy house. I think he could have been cut from this movie and we would have been better off for the runtime. The two yeah, hour I agree with 40 you there eight minute runtime um but final character the big one the the one everyone come just came to see uh pennywise the dancing clown played by Skarsgård. um he has also taken many other forms in this but what do you think jess pennywise i think he's brilliant um i think <laughs> <laughs> honestly he really knows where to get you i mean anyone that tackled your wink your weak points um they know your soft spot and they just really want to stab that knife in and just keep churning it. And that's exactly what he tried to do. I think his little antics are, again, very smart and thought out the way he, like, lures a little girl and talks about, like, the Oh, that's my favorite Pennywise face. scene in the whole movie. That's my favorite Yeah, Pennywise I mean, movie. he's so just, good. like, so ludicrous and he thinks everything through and he's just totally creepy i think one of my favorite parts about him is the way his body moves and his dances i mean Mm -hmm. here he turns into a spider beforehand like his isolations were just there i mean i know i love dancing in movies so maybe that's kind of where it came from (laughs) so now you get to see dancing (laughs) in a horror movie (laughs) yeah i mean choreographing a clown i thought that was pretty fun so i mean i would give him like a five out of five himself just pennywise yeah, I mean, this movie lives and dies on the villain, um, other than Eddie and Richie as, as standouts of the losers. Uh, Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise is, once again, incredible. I think he's awesome. Some people don't like his performance. They think it's too campy, hammy, over the top. Um, he's playing it perfect for what this movie is. This is the appropriate move. Uh, back to that little girl scene where, I mean, that's his first, like, character moment. We see him in the shadows. We see him, like, pop out earlier. But his first, like, little dialogue moment, I- akin to... Uh, 
the Georgie scene in the first one. Um, it's that kind of scene where he actually gets to talk a little bit. And I, I, it's my favorite scene with him in the whole movie. He's like, oh, because the girl's a birthmark on her face. The one he's luring in. And he's like, oh, no one wants to play with silly old Pennywise. He, they think <laughs> I look ridiculous. And then she's like, oh, they make fun of me too. He's like, and he starts like drooling. He's like, oh, they do. <laughs> and like, he just slowly draws him <laughs> really in. You really do see that drool. It's disgusting. Oh, he's so, and his eyes are going all over the place. I guess in real life, Bill Skarsgård can actually do that. In the first one, they're going to be like, "Let's CG. We can. We're going to CGI your eyes cross-eyed later." And then Bill is like, "Oh, why do you have to CGI?" And then boom, he just makes his eyes go fucking sideways like that. Um, so <laughs> pretty, pretty cool actor to be able to do that. But no, it, it, his 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 silliness and his just nastiness. He's awesome. He's he's classic classic uh, horror villain. Woo! So those are all the characters. We'll so you can brush- understand why this movie is so damn long because every character gets their own moment. I know it's 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 crazy. I mean, we already said there's some stuff that can get can get cut out. I'm starting to fucking sound like Bill. Um, so as a <laughs> whole, what do you think as a whole these characters would get for user rating? Um, probably between a four or a four or five. I'm going to go with the four just because I wasn't super happy with um beverly or the what was his name the scare the crazy one from jail i don't even remember his name oh henry bowers henry yeah so those kind of weighed it down again a few of the characters the losers kind of mesh together so yeah but you know you have pennywise and then you have um richie so that brings it up so i'm i'm gonna just settle with the four I'm on board with you for a four. Um, yeah, uh, Richie and Eddie playing off each other is the best stuff. There's a couple of good scenes in here with character moments. Um, and, uh, you know, Pennywise is excellent, but he, you know, if you actually, I bet if you count the minutes he's in this movie, it's probably not actually that much. He's, you know, he's in it sparingly. Um, but yeah, uh, the other characters weigh it down. I agree with you just because they're kind of bland. I don't really care about it as much. And I, I feel this is a movie where, like, we talked about Midsummer earlier, which in this year, which is like about two hours and 20 minutes. And this is almost half hour longer than that. And Midsummer didn't really feel that slow. You're kind of with it the whole time. This this felt slow. Um, really? I, 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 I was enjoying myself for most of it, but it, it dragged a lot. And I think it's because oh, a lot man. of the characters I didn't care. I didn't care about a lot of the characters. And, you know me, I don't care about jumps jump scares so when they're they doing focus that whole middle, a lot on the characters i think less on the plot the plot's kind of easy just defeat the clown this is all about the characters <laughs> yeah i mean the plot is so let's talk about the plot a little bit what mike has brought them all back to do is he went to he's been in this old what is it uh tribe he goes to this old tribe in town I can't remember what they're called, but the whole point is pennywise is this ancient spiritual being called uh referred to as the deadlights that's Again, from the book, not mentioned in the first one, uh, alluded to, but not mentioned. Those three little dancing balls of light that come out of his mouth when he is, like sucks your soul, or you know makes you float, or does whatever. Um, that's all. That's like what he really is. That's like his true form is those three little floating lights. Um, and the only way to defeat him, according to Mike, is to find like the item, the token from when you first you know encountered him, or something important from your past. And you guys all sacrifice that in a little fire thing, and that will kill him. Um, we'll get to whether or not that works at the end. Um, but then, after we find that out, the whole middle chunk is a lot of, I don't want to do it, you gotta do it. Oh, remember this fort we made as a kid? I remember. 
oh, Bev is talking to, you know, um, Bill. He's like, oh, don't you remember when we like kissed? And he's like, I don't care about this. And then Ben's like, <laughs> oh, why don't you care about me? I, I wrote you the poem, but you don't know that. When, except I thought she did. But and yeah, then, I you thought know, she did, too. Yeah, and then a lot of individual character moments. This is what I'm talking about. Like, this middle, what is it, hour and a half? There's, like, three or four really good scenes. Like, really good. Like, the little girl in the bleachers. Um, like, Georgie in the water. But there's just a lot of drag for me in this middle part. I don't know. What do you What do you think about all this middle stuff here? Because I, I, it sounds like you didn't feel a drag. I, I definitely did. Really? No, I felt no drag whatsoever. I was um totally invested in it. Maybe if I watched it a couple times over and I could, you know, predict what happens. But I don't know. I There's something about it. I always, I mean, I just wasn't bored. I think that's just basically it. I was really invested in it. And despite some of the um, predictable moments, I thought it was fun. And um, I think a lot of the scenes were funny, too. So if you had to rate the plot as a whole, because I told you basically the plot is, you know, the Ritual of Chud, that's what it calls. They have to perform the Ritual of Chud to defeat the Deadlights, which is the Pennywise spirit. Um, so that's the whole plot. There's a lot of stuff that goes on there if you want to talk about some of your favorite parts. But um, what do you think of the plot of this movie? Um, Probably a 4.5. I really liked it. And I honestly don't know why the... Wow. Um, I know. I don't know why the ratings were so low um, of all the scores because I think it's a really, really fun movie. I think... Ian asks, what'd you like better at one or two? But they honestly are so different. It it kind of They're seems very like different. They're yeah, very it's different. just completely different style of movie, style of humor, style of jump scare. One is more um classic, I feel like, to the roots of a classic movie. This Agreed, has yeah. yeah, more creative things. Like that um when they were at the Chinese Oh, the restaurant? Chinese restaurant's a great scene. I love that scene. See, I didn't like that scene that much. Where Why? Like, the, the little dinosaurs or whatever hatched out of the oh, I'm not talking uh, about, I'm talking fortune about cookies. All, yeah, I don't care about that. I'm talking about all the character stuff where they're talking to each other and catching up. This is the first time oh, they've yeah, all no, seen no. each other. Oh, yeah, no, no. I like that. But I'm talking about specific kind of styles of scary, like the dinosaurs. Oh, you're talking about the scary from, stuff. Uh, yeah, fortune cookies. Something like that wouldn't be in the first movie. So it... And then the driving zombie, I was not really a fan of again. I just Oh, thought, that was terrible. That was a horrible plot choice. <laughs> yeah, I'd, so some stuff I was like, yeah, I wish it was just more strictly clown than all that other weird stuff. <laughs> but there was honestly so many jump scares. Um, and I love jump scares. You think I'd kind of be um, numb to it, but I should have worn my Fitbit because I felt like my heart was racing throughout the entire movie. I probably burned the calories I ate in that popcorn. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're, you're higher on this plot for than I am. The plot I think is going to end up being my lowest grade by far. Oh. It's low. Uh, it's like a, mm, don't two, say two ah, five. No, no way. <laughs> We the had plot. so much fun watching this together. We were both laughing a ton. Yeah, yeah, but that's had nothing to do with the plot. It has all to do <laughs> with the character. And it's honestly, if I had to rate the first one's plot, that would also probably be the lowest too. I don't like the first it or this it because anything to do with the plot, the plot, and it's worse in this one because it's so long and all over the place. And in the end, it doesn't. None of it mattered at all. And I'll talk more about what I mean by that when we get to the end. But th- what I love about it is the characters, the way they play off of each other, and I think. Bill Skarsgård as Pennywise is insanely good. Um, the, and that's what I like about the first It, and that's what I like. Those are the best parts in this second It. Um, jump scares, you know me. I don't, I don't think they're 
a jump scare isn't a scare. It's a startle. It's a, ugh. You got me. Yeah. I don't. That, that's not a. That's not a scare. I want to be like. Uh, like I want to lay in bed and like like feel like things are coming for me. I when I when something pops out at me, I don't feel like oh I'm gonna think about that later. That's just like a. It's like a quick half second like jolt at at best. Like it's not really like I want like a deep psych- psychological terrifying scare and i don't think most jump scares really do that and this is no exception um i guess i gotta talk about why this plot doesn't really work because the whole thing in the middle is they each go on their individual journeys to get their little artifacts and in the end their artifacts fail and they don't work like they don't work pennywise gets there and what really beats him is just shouting at him and making him feel small I think we all that's knew it. that that's um, what needed to do because that's what happened the first time. You just need to be not so scared why, of him. So why did we spend an hour and forty five minutes getting little pieces here and there? That's because that's the whole plot of the movie, and I, I know this is part of the book too. I blame the book for this too. It's a stupid way to do that. It's it's a big fat waste of time because because mo- we could have condensed hour and forty five minutes into a half hour of the best stuff, rearranged some things, and made it that, but. The plot just doesn't matter at all. Like, nothing... It's inconsequential. I can agree. Like, the Native American kind of piece to it, I wasn't a super big fan of. I I like the scavenger hunt because you kind of see the characters grow, like, past and present. Um, I think any... Any adult, when they go back to their childhood, there's always, like, a bittersweet thing. Maybe if you had a bad childhood, going back just kind of brings back weird memories. Or even if you had a good one, it just makes you super sad. So I, I liked how seeing these characters do that. Yeah. I mean, there's still some good scenes in the back. I like when Eddie goes to the drugstore and it's that same old guy working there. The daughter's working there now. Um, he has the grossest villain of all, that fucking, the leper, the one with the tongue, the one that throws up <laughs> What? Yeah, what is so with disgusting. tongues in this movie? There's a big tongue theme. There's a lot of tongues. A lot more tongues than the first <laughs> one. It's the same director as the first one, too. Um, so I don't, I don't really know why all the tongues all of a sudden. But yeah, I mean, this one... Uh, Eddie's, I mean, that's the, the leper is disgusting. He's gross. Um, but, like, Ben's flashback where he's in the locker and Beverly's hair is on fire and scaring him, and then he's coming down. The, like, that's all, eh, I don't, it was boring. What other ones are there? Uh, well, my for- favorite one was when um, Beverly goes back to her house and that old lady is living there. Okay, but she- what, what what the fuck is all that? Like, it's there's it's kind of funny, like, fun. <laughs> it is funny. But what the fuck is all that? Like, I don't understand what that is. <laughs> that's just Pennywise fucking with her and the naked old lady, and that's brilliant. Like, good but job, why is Pennywise. Na- what does naked old lady have to do with anything? It's scary. <laughs> but, but the like the leper makes sense because the leper is carries a bunch of diseases and that's what Eddie's afraid of. And you know, even the scene I don't like where Bev's hair turns on fire and scares Ben, that's what he's afraid of is rejection from her. And I think if even in the first one, like the, the twisty face painting, that's the even that's a weak one, but there's a painting in the office and he's afraid of it. I don't know why Beverly would be afraid of this giant, haggard, multiple-mouthed old woman running around after her. It doesn't make any... It's it's cool to look at, I guess, visually, but, like, it doesn't make any fucking sense with the plot. It does nothing... And, and what, what, what's the connection? That her dad looks like Pennywise and, like, because he was the clown in the beginning? Like, so... So I don't... No, like, it was the old lady's dad that joined I know. the circus when he first came here or something like that. 
Right, so I don't is, know that, that... is Pennywise like a circus? Because he's not, because according to Mike and all the backstory of the thing, he's like a celestial being that's millions of years old. He's not the ghost of a, of a dad from the circus. Yeah, I'm not here to piece these together. I just enjoyed watching it. <laughs> I guess, yeah, this is what I'm nitpicking with the plot. Like, a lot of it doesn't make sense. It doesn't have to happen. So, I mean, this is the weakest part of it. I, I still like this movie for everything else it does. But, yeah, the plot is kind of kind of stupid. Uh, more so than the first one. So, yeah, I'm, I'm landing low on that. But let's talk about the visual and sound now. Because, I mean, the, all these monsters and, and the way this is filmed. I mean, there's this all kinds of different stuff that happens in this one. A lot more than I feel like in the first one. I think their budget was uh, almost twice as big in this one. So Oh, yeah, their budget uh, must have been insane. Oh, yeah. For all this, I mean, for a horror movie, this is, you know, crazy amount of budget. But uh, as a whole, what do you think of the visual and sound in this movie? Woo. Five out of five. Solid Cinco. Wow. No hesitation. Solid Cinco. No, so I don't think I've ever had that many jump scares in a movie before, like consecutively. It wasn't like this happened <laughs> and then it slowed down and this happened. I think I was scared the entire time and I loved every second of it. Um, scared or startled? Okay, fine. Whatever you want to call it. That's- <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm being difficult, but come on. Like, eh. I mean, I drove I drove home by myself in the dark, and not gonna lie, I kind of look for Pennywise in the back of my uh, car. Okay. So it, well, it, then it sounds like it did it scare you then. <laughs> yeah, it, no, it did. It um definitely successfully scared me. Um, I think all of the well, again, I'm gonna talk about Pennywise, like his makeup, his whole um everything about him, the visuals. I, that's just blown away. They did a very, very good mm-hmm. job there. Here, there's a lot more monsters. Before, it was just kind of like your inner fear, but now there's zombies, there's weird dragon things, there's <laughs> um, statues coming to life, more so than the others did. And I, I kind of like really... that one. I forgot about that. That was Oh, yeah, that you was did ridiculous. like that one a lot. It was good. I liked that. That was a decent jump scare. I was I was okay with that one. Yeah, so I think it was all done very, very well. Um, not cheap whatsoever, or it looked like it was poorly done. I think every piece had a lot of effort to it. The music, again, going along with it was just very symbiotic. Um, I think the, the whole art of this movie was really well done. Yeah, I'm I'm up there. I'm at a four or five. Um, there's a couple of visual parts that don't like. There's some stuff in the Chinese the restaurant that doesn't look quite right. Um, the leper I think looks better and grosser and scarier in the first one than it does in this one. Um, I don't know why if that is, but every time I see the leper in this one, it just doesn't look quite as good. Um, but as a whole, it's it's yeah strong across the board. The monsters are almost all scared. Oh, Bev's hair on fire. That looks kind of weird too. That's that's not a great scene. Um, the final fight <laughs> though, all all really good visuals. Most of the most of the middle stuff is is uh, strong. Yeah, music. You know, it's it's kind of traditional score for a horror movie. I didn't I didn't pick a whole lot out of it that was unique, um, but it all fits the tone really well. And you know, for the most like the the big stuff, the one Pennywise is a giant spider that looks crazy and awesome. Um, you know, the, the big yeah, stuff is spiders was a theme in this too. I mean, there was another scene where one of the kids' head turned into a spider. Yeah, according. Oh, yeah, Stanley said. Yeah, I forgot about the that that place. But yeah, according to the book, uh, Pennywise looks like a celestial spider. We don't have like a thing for it, but that's the closest we can get. Um, in the TV movie, they actually fight like a CG, like an animatronic spider. It looks it looks horrible. I've seen that scene. Oh, it's so bad. But this is much <laughs> better. Um, yeah, four or five, uh, uh, strong across the board. A couple of nitpicks, but it's still good. Um, and. Uh, do you have any other things you want to pick out before we get to the the big final 
showdown in the caverns or whatever it is? Um, no, I think I don't think so. I think we hit on a lot of it. It's so much. I'm sure we missed stuff, but like, I know you do your <laughs> you best because there's just read so your much. Notes. Yeah. So the big final fight, they got to go back to the old haunted house again. It's next to like a f- completely regular house. Like, <laughs> it's it, <laughs> yeah, nothing. It's another plot that. thing. I'm like, all right, fine. Like, can no maybe no one can see it. Maybe it doesn't look so bad to other people. I, I, it looks it looks like the most haunted house that's ever existed. Yeah, like it looks, looks cr- haunted as fuck, absurdly haunted. <laughs> um, so they go in, and of course, shit happens in there. Uh, that's where you said the Stanley head with the. With oh, the I think legs. you're in the bathroom, but right when they go in, Richie was like, "Oh, I like how what we've done to the place," and it looks no, exactly like good. shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. R- Richie's got some great lines in this. Um, His one-liners but- too. It's not even like. He builds up a lot of funny. He just says these like little blurts that you're like, uh, that was good. Oh yeah, he's fantastic. I, when him and Eddie get back and forth in a, in a shouting match, is the best. Um, <laughs> that's always my favorite part. Um, so they get into the old lair where he used to be, and I guess they have to go even deeper. They go to this even deeper part of the whole cave, and um, the six of them have to put their little pieces in the fire that they all got from. That they all got from their various adventures. We got the letter. We got the sailboat. What else? We got what? Uh, there's a the coin from the arcade. Coin from the arcade for Bill Hader. Yeah, I'm trying to remember them all. Uh, Mike had like a random thing. I don't even remember what Mike's was. Mike's had like uh, nothing to do. Eddie had his inhaler. Uh, I like when they were going back and forth. Uh, oh, and then the or... rock that Beverly threw to make. I don't even know yeah. where they're getting the rock. Yeah, when she threw it at Henry Bowers when they were having the rock fight in the thing at the in the first one when they were mm-hmm. throwing rocks at each other and the so I yeah, I don't know where he got that from but um I like uh, Eddie and and um, Richie's back and forth he's like you know an inhaler is not going to burn he's like it's going to burn about as well as <laughs> as your uh, coin <laughs> like um, yeah all that you know all that's good and then they're burning it and they're cha- they're chanting and. Uh, the deadlights are ascending from the descending from the ceiling. You think it's gonna work? They go in the jar, but then the big red balloon starts blowing up out of it. It's like you know, inflating. It blows up the whole little area, and out pops Pennywise as a half Spider Man thing, not <laughs> Spider Man like the superhero. Spider Man like he has giant spider legs for legs. Yeah, arachno and, Pennywise. Yeah, and so we get into the final fight here. There's a lot, and it's a, it kind of breaks off into a lot of different things. Richie and Eddie go back to the scary, not scary, uh, totally scary uh, doors. The trick from the first one. Um, <laughs> the little dog that turns into a monster. Uh, there's that was the, good. The, that was good. The, the children legs that run out. Um, there's some. There's some okay stuff in there. Bev and Ben uh, both get trapped in their respective places. Ben in the little fort he built. Bev in the bathroom with the period blood everywhere. Um, and, the pe- and the people trying to break in, uh, trying to get her. You're still daddy's little girl. Um, and then, uh, and yeah. And then, where's Mike? During- where I don't even know where Mike is here. Does he have anything going on? I don't think so. Again, Mike, not not given anything to do that's actually interesting. <laughs> he might have, but we don't even remember it. Yeah, um, Mike is just idle, I think. And then Bill uh, has to go fight dead Georgie and, and himself. Uh, and be like, it's not our fault that we didn't want to play with Richie that, or with Richie, with uh, Georgie. 
Georgie. Yeah, Georgie that one day. Um, so they all have to, they all have to like fight against their things. They get out of it all. They're about to, Pennywise has got them like dead to rights. And then Eddie, Eddie like stands up to it somehow. What does he do? Um, no, I th- he got that like spear thing. It was like some golden little spear with like an arch on it. Oh yeah. Like, and he's like, if I believe this can kill it, I, I, then it can, which is, you know, him, he's now that Stanley's dead, he's the, the scaredy cat of the group. He's the, the most timid. Um, so he stands up for himself, throws the thing at him and it hurts him a little bit, but then Pennywise flips around, stabs him with his big pincer thing. And, I know. Uh, and he was so proud of himself because in scenes earlier, um, when Richie was, I think, getting attacked by Pennywise, um, mm-hmm. he, he just froze. And, yeah, yeah, he just watched it happen. And they were like, why didn't you uh, protect your friend? And he was like, because I was scared. So now he actually came and like he knew what he did wrong. He recognized his mistakes. He manned up and he stabbed him. Yeah, it was it was a really good moment for Eddie. Another reason why I like Eddie's whole uh, arc through this. Um, and then Richie tries to stand up for Eddie after he gets stabbed, and he just Pennywise just blasts him with dead lights. I love that. Or he's like, oh yeah, yeah. I did not his see face that just happen. Like, his face just like turns inside out, like um, like Bev's did in the first one when the, the mm-hmm. eyes roll back in the head and they're like floating away, and his ma- uh, Pennywise's mouth opens all like Venus flytrap looking. It's awesome. It's 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 a great little scene. And then they they figure out that the only way to beat Pennywise Spider is uh by, by i'm gonna say bullying him like that's basically what they have to do like yeah not be afraid of um him channeling their inner fears she has to just stick up for themselves and i guess reflect it on him yeah so they yell at him they call him just just a clown every time he turns into one of their fears he they each one of them snap back against their fears and why why it doesn't scare them it doesn't matter doesn't hurt them, and then Pennywise slowly gets like blown back by this, and he shrivels up into a little puddle, baby puddle with spider legs, um, and then he dies. He, mm-hmm. he, he they, yeah. Do they? What do they do? They like put their and hands then Mike together. takes the heart, and then that's what they do. They squ- They squish the heart to death, um, and he and he's he's gone. Pennywise is all done. So all they had to do was stand up for themselves and. Uh, which I think we all knew was a real answer coming into this, because that's what happened the last time. To de- and they all knew that to defeat him, they have to not be afraid. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing, except we had that whole giant plot in the middle that didn't need to be there. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, 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 you know, they they defeat him together. Eddie does not make it. Uh, Eddie dies. Um, so Aww. they even get him out of the cave. I think I think he they had to leave him there because the whole thing was coming down. Yeah, I remember Richie was like, "We can help him. We can help him." And everyone was like, "Nah, he's gone." Nah, he's done. Yeah, which sucks. I hated that that Eddie had to be the one I, again. I, I know he was your favorite character. <laughs> oh, it hurt. I was like, "Oh, could have killed." I don't know, Ben, Mike, someone else, someone less useful. Um, but now we lose. We lose Eddie. Um. They get out, though, they go to the, the water, they jump off the cliff that they did in the first one, um, and swim in the water, and they all kind of share, like, a hug, a cry, and then we get, like, the aftermath of it all. Um, well, Ben Ben and Bev finally kiss, we should say. Uh, ben yeah. finally gets his, his, finally gets the girl. He just had to get super rich and lose a bunch of weight. And- <laughs> <laughs> I think that, that holds true for every guy. If you want to get the girl, those are two things you should probably do. Yep, you just gotta be really hot and rich. 
That's it. <laughs> it's that simple, fellas. Um, and <laughs> so Bill goes back and writes his new book. Uh, Mike has decided to move out of Derry, and then they all kind of read Stan. They, they Stan's red letter is read like in um, what is it like narrator form, and we see like flashes of them as kids, flashes of them as adults living better lives. Ben and Beverly are together now. Richie goes back to the bridge to uh, carve the final initial in, which I think is Eddie's initial. I think that was the whole thing why he picks on him is he had a crush on Eddie this whole time. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty happy ending for our survivors. So uh, red red to the red um, to the by a suicide note, but um, that's that's it. Chapter two, long, twisted, a lot of stuff happened. Uh, but your resonance and feel, Jess, what do you give that? Solid Senko. no hesitation. <laughs> Wow, really? Again, yeah, no, I think similar to what I've said before, I don't think I've ever ha- been um, as scared in a movie this frequently. Um, and I loved, it has a lot to it, so it has a lot of character development. Um, so you kind of feel the characters. Also, you're scared shitless. And I liked how the um, movie resolved itself. They all defeated the characters, um, they live in their own lives, and it's a little sentimental with the suicide note. So I think it has a little bit of everything. I mean, a lot of scary, but then a lot of other pieces too. So it wasn't just a waste of three hours. You get a lot of feel to it. I'm on like a four. I get a lot out of it. Um, and like I said earlier, it's a very different movie than the first one. I, I don't find this nearly as scary as the first one. I think the first one really? is far, far and away scarier. And I think a big part of that is you got the kids in the first one. And when you're putting yourself in the kids' shoes, everything's extra scary. You're extra worried for kids. When they're all adults, something's lost. I don't know. I don't I don't feel it as much. The, the, you couple that with it's just so long and disjointed uh, plot-wise that, like, it's just, it's a lot of really good moments that are strung together not as well because there are some things I really like. I just, I'm giving it a four. It's it's still really like I feel, but um, it's it's not it's not as good as the first one. I don't think if I and now that I've sat with it for like a day, I'm like, eh, I think that first one's much better. <laughs> that first one. I mean, the, the first one is a classic, and I think just as we said before, the art of it is more classic than this one. This one is like a rendition, creative. I got. I think I got to agree with um, all the all, everyone who uh, is reading Bill's writing. It's a pretty good. It's a really good story, but the ending's not great. <laughs> um, that's how I. That's how I feel about the it. The it chapter one and two. Um, but uh, overall, Jess and I, I. I don't even know why I'm asking. But would you recommend uh, it? Chapter yeah, two? I don't know why you're asking. Um, yes, I would. Because <laughs> it's what we do in the show. I, I ask if you recommend it. Um, yeah, no, I, I am going to also recommend it. Um, if you if you saw the first one, you should see this one. You're if you liked the characters in the first one, you're gonna want to see the characters again, and that's why I wanted to see, and that's why this movie stays afloat, yeah. stays floating, yeah. if you if you will. You'll float too. Yeah, this movie will float too because of the strength <laughs> of its characters and because they have ties to that first one. I think if I, this was just a movie on its own without seeing the first one, I don't know if I'd recommend it. I don't know if I'd even like it at all. Um, really? Not enough, no. I mean, because I'm, you know, I think about all the kids in the first one, now they're adults, and they, they do pretty close with the adultness. It works as a second movie like that. But, yeah, I think it's an inferior outing. But you should still, if you liked the first it, you should see this it. Just t- temper, if you're me, if you're like me, temper expectations. It sounds like Jess loves it almost as much as the first one, if not as much. So I know, I know it, it it disheartens me of how these ratings are looking. 
I kind of got to, I see where they're coming from. Like, it's uh, inferior. It's an inferior movie. There's just, I can't really, I can't think of anything in this one I like more than the other one. I can think of some stuff that is about the same, but like, yeah, it's, it's a step down for me. But, um, yeah, I still liked it. I still, I still recommend, it's still worth the three hour ride. Um, so that, that is it. Chapter two. That's the big, the big bad it chapter two. I know we spent pretty much half of it just talking about each character. Well, um, that's but pretty much that... what the movie is. Just all the, just highlights of the characters. No, I think that was the right move. I think that was good to spend time on, on each of those. Cause that's, yeah, that's like, I agree. That's the most important part of it is those, is those characters that, that crazy villain. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good movie. It is a good movie. Uh, <laughs> and coming up, we have, we are st- kicking off theater reviews. I think we have one more streaming review before we're in the theaters constantly. Um, we got, uh, what, what's some of the stuff we got coming up? Goldfinch. Uh, we've got, Jess has forced me to watch The Hustlers coming up. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see how that goes over. Um, maybe, maybe it'll be a surprise hit. Maybe I'll love it. Um we have Ad Astra, <laughs> we have Downton Abbey, um, and we got some more big movies in October that I'm really looking forward to. Um, but if you want to reach out to us in the meantime, recommend anything to us, um, get in contact with us for any reason, Films with the Women in My Life on Facebook. And if you want to reach out to me individually, I am Brennan underscore pod host on Instagram. <sighs> Jess, did it live up to your expectations? You feel good? I feel really good. I would probably see it in theaters again. I'm glad. I'm glad. I know you're. I was an it fan, but I know you're the it fan. So um, I'm. I'm glad it 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 knocked out of the park for you. I, I liked it too. It so. did. It did. It chapter two <laughs> did. Uh, so yeah, thank you all for being on, Jess. Yeah, thanks for listening. And until next time, everyone. This is Brennan signing off, saying thanks for listening. Enjoy. Nicole Delesio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening.